Chapter Three of Stories of the Royal Humane Society by Frank Mundell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Hero of the Water Nymph. One night in December, eighteen eighty four, a lugger named the Water Nymph sailed from the small fishing town of Blue on the coast of Cornwall the little vessel was proceeding to the fishing ground off the eddiston lighthouse under the command of her captain alfred collins the night was very dark and the sea was in one of its angriest moods a gale of wind was blowing at the time and the great waves of the atlantic mountains high rolled up the channel with terrific force and beat with deafening roar on the rock-bound coast as the storm increased in violence the lugger pitched about to an alarming extent and the crew were obliged to hold on to prevent being thrown overboard then there came a sudden lurch and a boy named hosking was pitched into the sea the vessel was drifting at the time and would soon be far away from the drowning boy unless he was speedily rescued but what could any one do on a night so dark and in the face of such a storm every man in the water nymph was a brave british sailor who never shrank from risking his own life to save a fellow-creature from drowning where there was the slightest hope of success but in this instance every man felt that the lad could not be saved and that a certain death awaited any one who would dare to plunge into those dark and turbulent waters that was the opinion of the crew but the young captain thought differently in vain the men begged of him not to run the terrible risk of attempting a rescue he could not let the lad drown without any effort to save him and he at once plunged into the boiling waters which surged around the vessel striking out in the direction of the lad collins was absent a few minutes when he returned to the lugger and climbed on deck the crew were greatly relieved when they saw him and concluded that he had given up the idea as impossible but they were mistaken he had only returned for a rope to aid him in his work of mercy before he left the vessel a second time the crew used every effort to persuade him not to risk his life again but their pleading words fell on deaf ears the lad had been committed to his care and he would rather die than leave him to perish without making every effort to save him calmly selecting a rope long enough for his purpose collins wound one end round his arm and once more disappeared in the angry waters he was a first-rate swimmer but he required all his strength and skill to live in such a sea and for some time he beat about in all directions hoping to catch a glimpse of the boy at length he saw something on the surface of the waves about eighty feet from the boat with a last hope that it might be the object of his search he made a desperate effort when he reached the floating mass 
he found that it was indeed the lad who was just about to sink for the last time seizing the poor fellow collins assisted by the crew pulling the rope bore him to the vessel and he was taken on board more dead than alive the rescued and his noble rescuer were carefully tended by the crew and both soon recovered from the effects of the terrible ordeal through which they had passed a few months afterwards a great meeting was held in the town hall to do honour to the brave cornishman who was received by his friends and neighbours with rounds of hearty cheers no one knew better than did those hardy seamen the daring character of the brave deed that collins had successfully achieved lady trelawney who could not attend the meeting wrote will you tell them how sorry i am to deprive myself of the pleasure of doing honour to one whom i am proud to regard as a cornishman and a neighbour and whom i consider to be a hero quite as really as those who win the victoria cross in war at the end of the meeting collins in the dress he had worn on that memorable night stood up and expressed his thanks for all the kind things that had been said about him and hoped he should be ready to do the same duty if occasion arose a short time after this the royal humane society awarded collins the stanhope gold medal and it was presented to him by the hand of the mother of the lad whose life he had saved the brave fisherman received the medal with pride but he set a far higher value on the thankful words of the grateful mother who asked god to bless him for his bravery for this gallant deed the name of alfred collins has been written on the nation's roll of honour and the story of that dark december night will not soon be forgotten but better even than the act of bravery was the motive which prompted him to risk his life in that supreme moment he had but one thought and that was a desire to do his duty End of chapter three